I'm ready for my first movie without any notes. Are you guys excited? Because I'm excited. No. I am woefully unprepared for this movie. Great. I saw this movie twice. I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bare-chested male. <laughs> I watched it yesterday, so it's still kind of fresh. I did too, and can't remember anything. <laughs> There's nothing to remember. It's this not as going to go movie. so well. That's not the do that. Keep it in, Kyle. <laughs> this is Real Rotten, the podcast where you're floating along in a lazy river and uh, you're not listening to any electronic devices. You're just you're just minding your own and uh, you're trying to sleep. But there's these kids that won't stop talking next to you. They're talking and talking and talking. And eventually you start listening and listening. And while you're listening, you realize they're talking about a movie and a movie that you could be interested in. And you're like, maybe I should see this movie. You go home. You look up said movie. You find out it's under 25% of Rotten Tomatoes and you watch it. And that's what we do here at Real Rotten. We watch movies under 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm Nick Lyons, your host. Hey, I'm Steven Ramirez, uh, also your host? No. Oh. Yeah, your host. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. you're right. All right. We are equal hosts here on the podcast. Sure. Some would say co, but I say we are just one host together. We we're, are. We are two halves. We are the grand assimilation. We are two holes of one hole. We are the we are the coagula. That is true. Yes. And uh, we're here to do a movie that you probably saw because everybody saw it because it's super famous. It's I mean, called Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but. Fantastic. Number one movie I've ever seen. <laughs> we talking about the same movie? Uh, oh, no. I'm talking about Creed. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking of the behind the music of the band Creed. Oh, That's yes. I was thinking. That, that behind the music is probably top five behind the music. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It was serious. I've never even seen behind the music. I didn't know there was things behind music until that opened me up to it. Until Scott Stapp uh, introduced it to me with arms wide open. Yeah. If you would. Under the sunlight. Uh, That's That was what I was going to do for the intro. Thank oh, you for reminding me. There you go. Kyle, insert that in. Steven, what was the last movie you saw? Last movie I saw was a Netflix film. So, oh, so I saw it in so the comfort of my own home. Uh, you know, it's a convenient service. Um, I, I don't recommend it. Okay. It's only for the strong-willed. Is it um, kind of like HBO Go, where Assassin's Creed is streaming right now? So if you're listening to this, stop and watch the movie. Is it like that? Currently, it is, what, 2018, March the uh, 18th. Um, so, yeah, it's currently on demand for HBO. Um, Netflix is a service where you can stream movies like Assassin's Creed, but you first have, have to conquer the, the ultimate Beastmaster. Oh, cool. <laughs> I haven't done that, but go on. Um, so, so <laughs> this service provides original uh, content. And no, the, no, and I mean, what was the movie you saw? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The oh, service okay, yeah. known as Netflix uh, does original programming, such as films and films and uh, television pro- programs. So, and the name of the movie is here we go. It is a foreign film known as The Ritual, starring Rafe Spall. And where, where, where foreignly is this from? I believe England, uh, the United Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting movie about four mates who go on a hike uh, through Sweden. Apparently, it's the equivalent to the American Appalachian Trail. Uh, so, so lots the, of rednecks, lots of lots uh, of moonshine being cooked up in them hills. Lots of uh, lots of them getting lost and seeing a bunch of crazy things. Is it scary? It sounds it's, scary. It's very scary. I think a movie called The Ritual sounds scary, which means I'm not going to see it. Definitely. So I just wanted to give you a heads up. To avoid that at all cost. Okay, thanks. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. What's the, what's the last uh, film you saw, sir? I saw Annihilation. Annihilation. Yes. How was that? It was. Uh, it was great. Mm. It was beautiful. It was very, very, very visually stunning. Yes. I, I highly agree with you. And not that. even just all the ladies in it. Like, no. They were no. like the third most beautiful thing in that movie. The graphics. And out. it stars Natalie Portman, so that says something. Mm-hmm. Says a lot. Yeah. Says a lot. Yeah, great movie. Mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't know what to. I was scared going into it because I was I was worried about a lot of jump scares. Not as scary as as you and thought. Very right? few jump scares. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, was pleasantly surprised in that respect. Mm-hmm. And uh, after I left, 
I saw the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Oh, wow. Walked right out to that. Walked right onto the St. Patrick's Day Parade. That's beautiful. Saw some dudes in fezes driving around little Corvettes. Ooh. Very nice. Were they the Shriners or were they yeah, not the Shriners? the Shriners. They were the Shriners. The Shriners, which yeah. I didn't know until today. You got two shows in one. And that was the segment. You learn something new every day. Okay. Time for the next segment, which is, you know, something that we've never done on this podcast that I'm going to replace. What are you going to watch next? I'm going to replace that segment with a new segment called Plug Yourself. Plug Myself. I think that we... Should let the listeners know where they can find our personal thoughts and opinions. Where are these said plugs and and are they cl- are they clean? <laughs> yes. Okay. Of course they're clean. Just dishwashed them. Nice. And uh, don't know if they're dishwashed. Behold the power of, of dawn. But wh- what's your Instagram handle where the listeners can follow you? Because uh, fo- you, d- you don't have a Twitter, right? I do have a Twitter. You follow do have a Twitter. F- my social uh, handles are across the board the same. Uh, Twitter, wow, Instagram. that's called branding. Yeah. That is on. Yeah, Twitter, brand. Instagram, uh, Snapchats, S R A M E R E Z. So that is a semi phonetic way of saying my last name, but it's definitely not. Yeah, Sramries. Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that too. So and, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's where you can find me, where I barely use them. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I am a Lick Nylons on uh, Instagram, and I and am also a, on FetLife. Yeah, and I'm a Sick Lions on Twitter. Mm. Not like Sick Lions, like Sick Lions, like that. Also on Tumblr. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna we're skipping that segment that I introduced earlier, <laughs> and we're going right into it. Assassin's Creed. All right. I'm ready for it. Are you? Were you ready for the film? Oh, I'm actually not ready at all, but oh, okay. I'm, I'm ready to go get this over with. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Aren't we all? But before that, a break okay. from our sponsors. Yeah, okay. And this episode is brought to you by blankets. Mmm, blankets. Not blankets for putting over your legs when you're cold. These are blankets for your whole body. Are you tired of walking outside and your face is cold, but the rest of your body is warm? Me too. Now we have body blankets. Body blankets. Do you want to look like a ghost at all the time, Stephen? What? Why do I need a body blanket? What about just a face blanket if my entire rest of my body is already warm? Because then how are you going to protect everything all at once? Uh, I, you know, you got me there. Exactly, which is why Body Blankets is sponsoring this episode. Okay. So if you are tired of not looking like a ghost every time you walk outside, we have the solution for you. It's called Body Blanket. Uh, if you put in the code Real Rotten on the app, Body Blankets or us, you will get 99% off. All right. And back to the show. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're here to talk about Assassin's Creed, but we need some help doing this. Do we definitely need some help in this because I have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't even remember any of this movie. No. So before we even get to any of the segments of the show, uh, we are going to introduce our guest. And our guest is a man with a beard. And red hair. And the only one we know of that is highly trained in the in the Assassin's Creed universe. Yes, this is true. Yeah. And uh, his name is Sean. So say hello, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hello, everyone. His name is Sean Apadale. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. And uh, where can people follow you on, on Instagram? Instagram, uh, just at Apadale. There you which go. Which is the correct way to pronounce my last name. That's uh, A-P-E-D-A-I-L-E. Correct. Ramirez. Right. It's A P P. L E D I A L. It's A P Dial. A P P L E B E E apostrophe S. Yes, we got it. <laughs> that sounded like the Mickey Mouse theme song. I liked that one. <laughs> I believe it was just uh, Applebee's. But Sean, before before we get into it, we have a segment for the the listeners to get to know you a little bit. Hit me. It's called Ashanson's Creed. <laughs> and I'm gonna say different. Say, is this a read? A this, this is a one and only, one and done segment. This okay. is strictly for you, unless we have another guy named Sean yeah. on the program, <laughs> and, and we watch Assassin's Creed again, again which yeah. I will probably kill myself before I do that. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, creeds, and uh, you tell me if you are on board with this creed, if you if you would assassinate this creed, or if you would let this creed live. Okay, Sounds, you ready? Yeah, let's go for it. We're going with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> the movie kill it assassin's creed kill video it game oh for the video game let it live creed the movie starring michael b jordan uh let it live as well the song with arms wide open by creed kill it oh. nice i got one the future farmers of america C- creed 
Don't know what it is, so let's kill it. How about it's? I believe in the future of av- agriculture with a faith born not of words but of deeds. Too long of a title, kill it. Oh, All right. twenty-two Christian creeds, undecided. <laughs> wow. Correct. I don't even know what those are. Like, what? Yeah. What is that? Tess at the Bold Life's Creed. I am a unique spiritual being living in the power of love with unlimited potential and unlimited possibilities. Who? I'm going to go long title as well, so kill it. Okay. Tess, you heard it here first. He doesn't like you. And uh, the last creed that we got is Creed from The Office. Oh, keep him. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Best character on The Office. Let him live. And now you guys all know Sean from Ashanson's Creed. And, Do uh, we really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure those are only the only questions that you need to answer when uh, when getting to know someone is <sighs> Do they like Creed from The Office? Sure. And uh, Sean, can you tell us a little bit about your um, background involving Assassin's Creed and why we brought you on this podcast today? Um, well, I think Kyle just knows that uh, I played all of the video games pretty much. Um, very much i played them uh, one of my favorite video games so i think that's why kyle picked me to be your guest speaking today. of kyle yeah, let's introduce uh, let's introduce kyle in the fact corner it's kyle yeah. in the fact corner fact checking for us <laughs> yeah love it kyle say hello hello where can listeners follow you on instagram <laughs> that's not necessary kyle won't <laughs> kyle won't accept your follow listeners because he needs to know you first at so write him an email at kyle consumers <laughs> at gmail that's probably not his email follow so him on twitter it's at, it's close. at kyle it's close. underscore cat and kyle's gonna be checking the facts for us today is that right kyle yes what's the latest uh uh fact you want to you want to slam down yeah on can us you right update now? did we have any infactually correct things what do you mean? all right we're good <laughs> okay the intro had zero Factual inaccuracies. All right. That's All the right. type of podcast we run here. Good segment. Good ship. segment. Speaking of ships, I heard there is a pirate version of Assassin's Creed. There is. Yeah. It's my second favorite video game. Of um, all time. Of the Assassin's Creed. Of yes. the Assassin's Creed. Does it, does it have anything to do with Johnny Depp in his talented ways? No, but it does involve pirates. Mm. Mm. So do we automatically assume nowadays in our generation uh, to associate Johnny Depp with pirates? Yeah. No. I mean, he's been a pirate for so long. Yeah, that's true. No. Even before Pirates of the Caribbean, he's been a pirate of. of yeah, Hollywood. is is Johnny Depp's most famous role, Jack Sparrow? I would say so. I'd say, I'd say yes. It would be that, and then second would be uh, uh, Ed Wood. Scissorhands, Edward Edward Scissorhands. No, just just <laughs> Edward D. Wood Jr. No, that's not, definitely not his second most. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> but. Now that we know who Sean is and that he played video games, hey, he knows something about yeah, he about knows, this he, movie. He already thing, knows more than franchise. Either of us did. So, so going back to your uh, expertise and experience with the <clears throat> the uh, Assassin's Creed franchise, y- you've never seen this movie though. This is this is the first time that you've seen this movie recently. Uh, no, I actually watched it when it did become available for oh. some streaming, and oh, then okay. I had to rewatch it to. Um, to get a refresher. Refresher, yeah. For what, this. When you first saw this film initially, um, what were you, did you like? Think? Fuck yeah, just like the game. Uh, <laughs> I was excited beforehand just because of how much I did like the games. Sure. Um, and then watching it, of course, was a huge disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Like, how could you go wrong <clears throat> walking into this film? You had Michael Fassbender. You Great actor. Marion uh, Cotillard. You had Michael Fassbender. Myers, you had Michael K. Williams. Ah. Uh. And, Come just, and then the the just the duo of Fassbender and Cotillard, uh post Macbeth, like this this uh, the, that duo that film got so much hype, and then uh, the, the the director got paid millions and millions of dollars to do this film, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, since we're already speaking about it, directed by Justin Kurzel. Kurzel, who directed Macbeth. Yeah, and uh, which I did not see, but wanted I didn't to see it either. Heard it was Written good by Michael Leslie, Adam Cooper, and Bill Collage. Bill Collage. Do you think it's Bill Collage or Bill College? Bill, Bill, Bill Collage. <laughs> okay. Well, Bill, hopefully you don't listen to this podcast. Hopefully if you fact check us and report back to Kyle. I know for a fact that Michael Fast. Oh, yes. Kyle, can you look up how to pronounce Bill Collage's name? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Get back to us. Really, Starring Michael Fassbender, as really you said, Marion Cochard. We got Jeremy Irons. Irons. Uh, we got Brendan Gleeson. Great. 
We have Charlotte Rambling. All right. We got Michael Kenneth Williams. The man. A.K.A. Michael K. Williams. A.K.A. A.K.A. Chalky White. A.K.A. Omar. A.K.A. Uh, in the, Hap- I, the I've seen, yes there. or Leonard oh thank you Leonard thank you for Hap- finishing Leonard. that for me I did, I was uh, drawing a blank I got gotcha. you and uh, the other two that we're not going to mention plot keywords for this movie based on a video game great assassin bare chested male uh, yeah secret society female assassin just one though just the one yeah just one female assassin mm-hmm. you can never have two women doing one job yeah that's just not okay, right? Sacrilegious. Yeah, <laughs> we live in 2017. Just ask the Templar. Oh my God, we're in 2018. <laughs> Feel free to talk whenever you want, John. <laughs> Taglines: We work in the dark to serve the light. We are assassins. Is that from the game? Um, I can't recall. That might be in the first few. Is that um, not like their famous phrase? Yeah. What about this one? No, enter, the, enter the animus. No, I mean, yeah, that's a. It's not a phrase, really. It's just what they say a lot. Um, there's a different catchphrase. That's well, I'm sure this one is. It's time to make history. Nope, not that one either. Okay, well, the next one is for sure probably part of the game. Our survival is locked in the his past. I don't know if it's <laughs> in the his past. Exactly. In the his past, yeah. Um, that it depends on your point of view, which side you're on, but maybe. Yeah, probably this one though. Welcome to the Spanish Inquisition. Nope, not at all. <laughs> okay, well, no, this one for sure though. Your destiny is in is your destiny is your blood. No, still not. Okay, well, here's the last one, which means that it's for <laughs> sure. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. That's the one that we're looking for. That's, that's the money. Is that really true? Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. That's actually the slogan. Wow. That bit worked. That bit worked out. <laughs> there you go. One for eight. Yeah. Studio is Regency Enterprises. Everybody knows them. Makers of movies such as Insert Movie. And uh, it was also made by Ubisoft. Ubi, Albi, Ubi. And now Ubisoft. we have another job for Corrections Corner. Kyle, oh can you God. tell us how to say Ubisoft? It's Ubisoft. Oh, okay, it is Ubisoft. There you go. Thank you. All right. Release okay. date, December 21st, 2016. <laughs> hey, just in time for Christmas. PG-13 rating, 115 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes rating of 18%. 34 fresh reviews, 155 Rotten, TV, rotten Reviews. Audience rating of 43%. This movie cost $125 million to make. In the U.S., it grossed an astounding $54 million and $240 worldwide. Worldwide. Because you don't need to speak English to know that people die. <laughs> that's, that's one of my catchphrases I'm working on. Death is universal. That's, the, that's our new tagline for yes, Real Rotten. Yes, death is universal. Yes, Real Rotten. Next, next, next week, we'll be discussing Kierkegaard. Ubisoft. Ubisoft. It is Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. And any Ubisoft. word on Bill College. Y'all be soft. Ubisoft. Y'all be soft. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Oh, great. Fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> this is where we say fun facts from Allegedly. the movie. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, the level of funness is based on your perception of what fun is. Is perception? Perception is the wrong word. Fuck. Yeah, perception's right. What you perceive the fun? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. it works. What okay, you perceive cool. it as. Fun fact number one Michael Fassbender actively participated in the film's post production, including he was, editing. He was way too involved in this film. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what the hell, Michael? Uh, like, he was involved in post. He learned a bunch of uh, a bunch of martial arts to train for this movie. He did a lot of his own stunts. Yeah. It was a lot of a lot of unnecessary work on his behalf. Uh, you yeah. got to, paid to the pile, big check to pile on. He became a producer on this film because he wanted to work on something that he he could know and see start up from the beginning. Yeah, good for him. Yes. Good for him for following through. Now this movie makes me doubt Michael Fassbender. Really? I don't know if I had any doubts about him before. He's he married Alicia Vikander, who is. My girl. Who is apparently supposed to be in this film with him, but turned down this film to do Jason Bourne with Matt Damon. So there's already trouble in paradise, oh, if you uh, ask me. Trouble. Well, that's, we're not a rumor podcast, so we deal in facts. Is that correct, Kyle? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Very reassuring. But uh, he also said, the main approach in creating this film was to respect many things from the game, but at the same time, to give it a personal touch. I feel like he's never played the game. There are, there's too much personal touch going on in this movie. I feel, I feel, I feel like Michael Foster doesn't play video games and doesn't have any taste. He saw the game. He's, he saw the game cover and he saw the trailers. He's like, oh. This, I, they got the I fighting see, right. I see what this movie's about. They got about. a slogan right and that was about it. Yeah. 
I think we should talk about that. Let's get into the movie. Sure. This is Assassin's Creed. Okay. Listen to me carefully, Cal. You're about to enter the Annals. What you're about to see, hear, and feel are the memories of someone who's been dead for 500 years. And before we get into the movie, it's time for our blurbs. So, as per the usual, we pick our favorite blurbs from our from our uh, esteemed uh, critical circle of uh, of Rotten Tomato. Who we all personally reviewers. know. Of course. It feels like. Good friends. Good friends via email, via Twitter, DMs. Um, I, slide, I slide into this uh, gentleman's DM all the time. This is Owen Gleiberman of Variety. My boy. Uh, it's your boy. Uh, quote, in Assassin's Creed, Michael Fassbender is like the ultimate special effect. Just by showing up, he confers respectability on two hours of semi-coherent, overly art-directed video game sludge. Yeah. To the point. To the bone. He, he, he cuts me to the core in so many ways. Yep. Owen Gleiberman, formerly of Entertainment Weekly, now Variety. I mm-hmm. think that's a step up. It's a right? big step up. So uh, shout out to my boy Owen. Yeah. He will not listen to this podcast. You wish. My blurb is from uh, the man, the legend, Barry Hertz. Mm. His name is also a onomatopoeia. If you don't know what an onomatopoeia is, then... Barry Hertz. <laughs> Hertz. <laughs> He said, a wand video game adaptation revolving around some Knights Templar nonsense. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. sounds like someone's just fed up with it. It's like, I just yeah. need to write And that's something. why they call him Barry puts on the Hertz. Yeah. Barry. Also, the, Please, uh, Barry, don't the hurt future heir of the Hertz franchise. Mm. Probably. They, they make delicious donuts. And now it's time to get into the movie. Okay. We've wasted enough time talking about this waste of time. Sure, buddy. Sean. Yes. We have some questions for you. All right. As a video game player, what did this movie get right? And we're going to include it in our segment, what was the best part about the movie? Okay. Or the worst part. It's a little bonus. Yeah. So, Sean, tell us. Bonus. Uh, the fight scenes. Fight scenes were the closest they got to trying to replicate anything from the video games, um, as well as sticking to a costume design. Um, the, the costumes were dope. Costumes were definitely on point. Um, also, the uh, original plot line of what I'm pretty sure is still the first video game of going after the Apple of Eden. So that was the actual storyline, right? In the first game? Yeah. It, the, the, one, the one that was in the movie? Yeah. Because only, the only Assassin's Creed I played was when uh, people got bored of playing it. And they're like, hey, Nick, can you play for a minute while I go to the bathroom? And I'd be like, yeah. And then I would just climb things. That was my favorite part. You could climb anything. Mm-hmm. They were very good at that. Yeah, that, I don't that, even think I don't even think the movie did that that well. That was a that there was there was one little bit where they showed a little Some interactive, climbing. just hopping back and forth between buildings. Yeah, yeah, there was way too less parkour. I feel like if that's like the quintessential like part yeah, of Assassin's Creed. The parkour. Like the game, there would have been thirty minutes of just parkour. of just parkour. Yeah, yeah. just that's parkour how you get doing city, nothing. Just parkouring yeah. from building to building. Trading like if he sets two feet on the ground, I'm pissed. Yeah. Michael Fassbender should have been running along ledges. That there was big definitely enough. missions in the game where if you touched the ground, you lost the mission. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this whole movie should have taken place in the rafters. Yeah. 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 Um, what didn't work that uh, for you in the movie? So many things. <laughs> yeah. It started off with uh, Michael Fassbender in his assassin's, um, I guess, his heritage. Yes. Uh, cutting off his ring finger which was never a part of any of the video games. Um, and I'm guessing the idea was to make room for his hidden assassin's blade, um, but it never happened. So I don't know why that was their part of their personal touch for the movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was the first okay. thing that I hated when I rewatched it to refresh. I just picture Michael Fassbender like, we should, we should cut off my ring finger. That's the only way. On just the one hand. Yeah, just the one hand. Yeah. Yeah. It really has this dramatic effect that I want <laughs> yeah. to imply. Yeah, he's he's Scottish, right? Irish? He's Irish, Irish and German. Irish and German. Irish German. That's why he spoke so 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 well Aleman and uh Nine. And then Glorious Basters. We oui. shit. <laughs> uh Steven. Best part of the movie for two. Spanish for Best yeah. Best Part of the movie itself. Uh, I would have to say uh, I would go with the beginning, uh, just because it was it felt like it felt like it was going to be an entirely different movie, uh, especially the way that they that they showed uh, Fastbender's character in prison. Like, oh, he's like this guy who's just gonna like give up. 
He doesn't really look like a bad guy, but apparently he's bad enough to be put to death. But then again, it's Texas. They'll put you to death for anything in Texas. True. For, for stealing yeah. a loaf of bread uh, at, uh, off at the local like Serpent Agrabah. Burp. yeah. Yeah. It's basically Agrabah. Yeah, it's basically the story of Aladdin, but yeah. uh, with a video game simulation. <laughs> Cut it, Actually, print it, we're done. It's pretty. It's probably pretty close to Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marianne Cotillard is a boo. He might have a pet monkey, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say the best part was Marianne Cotillard as a person. I disagree. <laughs> she was not a good person in the movie. Yeah, you're right. She not was at bad. all. But we'll get to that. I'm gonna say the best part was I'm gonna agree with you. The opening sequence yeah. of the the chase scene. I and and not technically the opening sequence actually. It was the uh, the first real like in depth first introduction into the present day storyline. No, into the other storyline. Oh, the 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 past the, the, the past storyline. Oh, I see what What's you're saying. What's the opposite of present day? History. Past, past day. Yeah. Okay. Passover. Past. Yeah. Uh, Passover is entirely different. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to learn on that. Kafilta fish. (laughs) And uh, the part when he's like chasing, when they're about to get burned at the stake and then they don't. Mm -hmm. I was about that. Oh, that was was the middle of the movie. Yeah, that was more towards the middle of the movie. That was after they got caught. It was those sequences. Those are the best parts of the movie. Yeah, those sequences. Those sequences where I was fully immersed and not Michael Fassbender jumping around. I don't appreciate you guys correcting me on my favorite movie of all time, but whatever. Um, We're just going to run through these things because this this movie just upsets me. We still got to – I mean, I don't think we can fully get into this movie unless we do our, our, our recap here. Yes, this is true. So so I believe I, – I, I tried to sneak it past you. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, guess what? <laughs> We're doing the two-minute recap. You're not going to pull a fast one on me there, buddy boy. But I am going to pull a fast one because Sean is doing the second minute <laughs> of the two-minute recap. All so right. Steven I just is figured going, he'd do the full recap. Steven's going to start it. Oh, sure. <laughs> because I hold the power because I'm talking at this moment. And uh, so, Steven, you're going to do the first minute. I will time you. I got you. Or Kyle will time you. Yeah. And then, uh, Sean, after he's done, you take over and try to finish the movie storyline. Do I stretch it out amongst the minute or I have uh, – Just try to do it as fast as possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Depending usually the best approach. Depending on where Stephen leaves. Off yeah. Of. And uh, Kyle will give you signals. You guys can both see him. Yeah, I cannot. Sure. sure. And uh, <laughs> he will hold up this hand. When it's 30 seconds left. <laughs> he did all of my hands. <laughs> I'm assuming he's following my commands. And when it's 10 seconds, Kyle will do this. <laughs> That's the same thing. thing. Cool. And uh, then you'll know. That Wait. time's almost up. Okay, so that's, how, that's how a Such recap a from the and smirk. That, that's actually how time works. Okay, so now that we know how time works, are we ready, Kyle? Yes, we are. Steven, you Steven, are starting you the two-minute recap Go ahead and start. Five, four, three, two, one. So, boy, this is how it's going to start out. You got the Knights Templar, and uh, they're apparently these bad people that want to control the free will of, uh, of uh, the human human uh existence of thought process they want to give up their they want to take control of everybody's free will so the only people that can stop them is the is the creed of assassins and for the for many centuries they fought to to fight for this free will and uh apparently michael fassbender his parents were assassins and he didn't know any better and he thinks his mother opens up with his mother being assassinated uh by his father so that means he's oh man he's just a bad egg. So turns to him as an adult, and he and it's him in prison uh, with the, with the results of him being a bad egg, being uh, put to death. But he gets put to death. Uh, uh, but does he? No, he gets resurrected by Marianne Cotillard and uh, her company, and they decide uh, that he's from a long bloodline of assassins. And Sean, go. Great. So the rest of the hour and a half of the movie <laughs> in this last minute. Uh, he ends up not dying. He goes to this facility in Spain, I believe. Um, and yeah, so they put him through what is called the Animus. Um, he keeps going into this machine, which they call synchronizing with one of their genetic um, people from their past. And it turns out he's a major assassin. Um, and as he keeps going in, everyone else who's in this facility is like, hey, don't go in because you're going to lead him straight to the apple. And he's like, nah, it's fine. I don't want to be here anymore 
And in the end, he finally realizes that he needs to stop these modern-day Templars. Goes back in for the last time, realizes he's a fantastic assassin. Um, ends up teaming up with the people in this facility. And he kicks ass all the way out and ends up beating them to Spain um, and takes back the apple from the Templars. Wow. Dang. I'm just going gonna, gonna to do this. Wow, he, yeah, he wrapped it up. That's me nice clapping on mic. Steven, okay job. Sean, <laughs> thank you for uh, actually that, – that might be the first um, two-minute recap that we've actually finished in the last four episodes. <laughs> before the time went out, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, before the time went out. Uh, so – that was it. Yeah, that was – you just reminded me of the whole movie to be honest and I actually really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Glad I was here to help. Yeah, so now we're going to get back into it. Uh, it's time for our favorite segment, who made the movie work and who didn't work in the movie. Uh, this is where we choose actors that we thought did a great job and actors who we thought did not do a great job. So, so, so uh, yeah, Sean, who made the movie work for you? Uh, definitely Fastbender. Okay. Was a great you liked pick. Fastbender. I did, yes. Uh, well, so I don't know okay. as much now, knowing yeah. how involved he was with the movie. <laughs> um, I guess there were some mishaps on <laughs> director's parts. But, uh, yeah, Fastbender definitely worked as far as the actor for this role. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Crazy. I was a fast bender fan bender. You're fast blown away by him. I, I was, yeah. He's a fast mind bender. Yeah, he blew my fast hole right open. <laughs> he bended your fast way open. Yep. Okay. All right. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought he was good, but I I dislike the name Cow. I, I've yeah. used it Callum? in his, I used Callum it in, Lynch. Is that Callum, what it's short for? Callum Lynch. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I was wondering that. Because <laughs> I've used that in a script before, but the only reason I did is because it's the shortest name, and I knew that I'd have to write the name over and over. So it just, I just reminds me of Superman. Yeah, it's just not. It's just Cal L. It's, it's a game that doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. It's a, <laughs> Even though it's with a K. It's a, it's a name that doesn't really like lend any. Uh, it doesn't make it seem like that person has personality. If I met a guy named Cal, I'd be like, this guy probably. Is exactly what I think he, he is. He eats toasted white bread and milk for breakfast every day. <laughs> That's a guy named Cal. Sounds like prison. Yeah. 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 I used to eat milk Cal bread. God, it's so gross. Milk bread. Wow. All and right. uh, Stephen, who made the movie work for you? Oh man, the 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 one and only Scar. Jer- Jeremy Irons made it work for me because yes. he played his usual uh, stereotypical self. He was he was a. Uh, he was the bad guy. He was the mysterious guy. He was the he was the brainy, uh, holier than thou guy. Uh, I I have this process. I know how how the world needs to needs to happen, and we need to follow this uh, this order and this line. And I'm and I'm Jeremy Irons. I play this role for twenty million dollars every every film. I would love to me. dislike Jeremy Irons. Yeah. In anything. You can't. I don't think it's possible. No. He's he, it's a, he's an his, actor. His you voice love to hate. has so much gravitas that I'm pretty sure if I wasn't wearing. If I wasn't not wearing pants right now, he would have charmed him right off of me. Put 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 him back in the animus right now. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. See, that sounded dumb when you said it, but when Jeremy Irons says that, when, I'm when like, you watch the movie. Yeah. yeah, he's just standing there shaking his head. Like, yeah, in the in the new in the new Lion King. I think they should have just brought Jeremy Irons back as Gar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why. He, that would have been the only one that would have been okay. He with should have been the of. only real life actor in like a lion suit <laughs> playing Scar, <laughs> and that would have worked so well. Oh I would have bought it. I would have bought it. Ninety nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. That's what yeah. I see there. Yeah, yeah. says that's best actor. That's a BAFTA. That's a Golden Globe. That's a Critics Choice Award. That's an Independent Spirit Award, even if it's not an independent film. And it's it would win the Nick Frequent Movie Pass Use Award. Yeah, see it every which day, which is high quality award. Every day. Who worked for me? You ask. Sure. No. Hey one. Nick, who worked for you in the movie? That's exactly what I was hoping you would ask me. It was Michael K. Williams. Really, Musa? Yeah. Musa and Frank. I just like him. Yeah, but he didn't is. do much. He didn't do anything. For the really. little bits that he was in the movie, I yeah. did appreciate he, it. He, he's great at being like the friend in prison. He was great. I, think <laughs> <laughs> I, really, think, I really think he just has has that role nailed down. I mean, like, if if I was going to have a friend in prison, I would want it to be Michael K. Williams. If this was a segment on uh, what worked for Michael K. Williams <laughs> and what didn't work for Michael K. Williams, 
Michael K. Williams as an actor always works, so that's always the answer that I'll that I'll put. But that what didn't work for him in this movie was his white chin strap beard and the very end of the film did not work for me at all. When he had it was just solid white and then his hair was entirely black. It just oh I am he pro any type so... of facial hair. No, no. Sorry, you could anyway. you could have a handlebar. You could have a Fu Manchu. It looked like it was just chalk written all across <laughs> his underside of his of his chin. <laughs> God, gotta keep falling. Gotta stop falling asleep on chalkboards. Yeah, pretty much. I don't have any erasers. Guess I'm gonna use my uh, wiry beard to yeah. erase this message that I wrote in chalk. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> First of all, where did he get chalk? Second of all, who has chalkboards anymore? It's the did future. you guys have chalkboards when you were in elementary school? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. Was, wasn't it the best going out and clapping the erasers? Didn't everybody want to do that? No. You didn't want to do that? No. Are you allergic to eraser clapping? No. <laughs> I thought you were one of those kids. That was I sweet. actually had teachers using it up until graduating high school. Wow. I loved clapping Which erasers. Seems super what, outdated. Well, yeah. yeah, were you in high school in 61? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from chalkboards. Uh, <laughs> so 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 what didn't work for you in this film? What didn't work for me was probably um, pause. Take your time. Yeah, I'm thinking. Hold on. Well, Nick, while you think about that, uh, I did not like Brendan Gleeson in this film really a super unimportant part for him to be in it for the two minutes of probably airtime that yeah, he, had he was in barely it. in it you're right you're right he was not not important it. there was no indifference with him in or out of the movie um i think it was just a, another paycheck it was a bit him. of a red just herring show, just to a show bit, who his yeah. father is yeah but yeah we, but yeah there was doesn't the, matter if he was still alive yeah there because was, nothing if, happened if this was plotline related wouldn't they just use brendan gleason to find out where the apple of eden was because he was a uh, part of that correct bloodline I thought the mom. Well, you would have thought about that, but oh, as we maybe that was it, and so he killed the mom. There, you yeah, go. the mom that, was that just the mom was that the just turned around the whole movie. Kyle, Kyle barely saw the movie compared to me, and, and knows it more than I. <laughs> it was we, it's either that. that or the fact that uh, the ward that he was in, that certain section of the facility, mm. are the people who desynced yeah. improperly. So yeah. they weren't able to so go back in without killing in, the host. And, so and is that what happened? Him, yeah. Is that why none of these people can go back? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, all so malfunctioned, stuck all there. Yeah. souls, and they had to keep them. Yeah. Well, it's either because that they, or because they, cause, they're yeah, they knew they're not they're all invalids on the yeah. planet where they got rid oh, of their yeah, identification. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know who didn't work for me: Callum Turner, Nathan. Oh, Nathan, the guy that kept trying to fight Michael yeah, Fassbender yeah, and tell him yeah, like you're, you're gonna you're gonna give him the apple. Yeah, the you're guy, gonna kill the creed. The, yeah, the guy that was just like obnoxious as as all hell, man. I don't like, know why they hated Fassbender so much, like because they, yeah. they thought he was just gonna give it up. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna turn my back on everything. Yeah, he didn't even have a good stink eye or anything. That's that I I just such a baby from face the, from the mo- yeah and Quite the baby, baby face. face from the moment I saw him, I was like, nope, not that guy. Michael K, take him out. What, are you gonna we need kill a prison. Me? We need a prison apple shanking in here. Nathan's gonna kill me by spooning me and telling me telling me how much he loved Dawson's Creek as a kid. That's that's how I'm, that's the only way he's gonna kill me. That would be a sweet sweet death. Exactly. He's too he's too sweet. Steven, sweet who didn't guy. work for you? Uh, all the foreign actors. Uh, <laughs> all the for, every foreign actor that was forced to be British. So that included the the Irishman known as Michael Fassbender. The uh, or he was forced to be American, so he wasn't even forced to be British. But Marion Cotillard was forced, he was forced to, to be do anything. I think he signed French? up specifically to French do this. actress. Yeah, but Marion Cotillard, a French actress who was supposed to give a British ac- accent for some reason, and it was the worst accent I've ever, yeah, I've ever we, heard. Okay, we can just say that she she was bad. Yeah, and yeah. then. And uh, and then the other actor who was in also her. in Inglorious Bastards who was uh, who was the head of security Frenchman who had a British accent for some oh, weird yeah, reason Khalid Abdallah yeah awful. <laughs> awful 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 while I was watching it does he play the the general in the past timeline too because they look pretty similar and I couldn't figure no, out no the guy with the scar and he had the top yeah, yeah, knot yeah, yeah. and he's he wearing like, all black no I think it's a different guy oh okay yeah. they look pretty similar when I was I couldn't figure it they out they did it's the same people they did no. Um, so yeah, that's, that's who definitely didn't work for me. All pretty much all the foreign, foreign actors. So half, who, half or more of any of the foreign <laughs> actors who had to play an accent that they weren't originally. Yeah. It's pretty unnecessary. Speaking. I don't, I don't see why people had to be British. Were there British people in the game? Uh, it depends on which game. The owners We're of the, the owners that. of the software. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Best lines. Best lines. Everybody loves every segment. Everybody loves every segment. Including this one. Especially this one. This is best lines. Uh, my best line is uh, the one that somebody else is going to say, I'm sure. 
which is why I'm not going to say it. Because I, I didn't even have a best line. I, I, just, I, I just like this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. S- Steven, you had a best line, though. I do have a best line. It, he uh, Michael Fassbender says this twice without any context whatsoever um, when Marion Cotillard's trying to uh, instruct him on what the facility is, what he can do with all of his crazy powers now that he's part of the special bloodline of assassins. All Michael Fassbender seems to conjure up with. Uh, his response for, uh, do you have any questions, comments, or concerns? All he says is, I'm hungry. I feel different now. Why the aggression? I'm an aggressive person. What kind of prison is this? It's not a prison, Carl. You'll learn more if you cooperate. Let me go. Hungry. Says it on two, close to how he said it, two yeah. separate occasions. It's very fast. And one of them, he was choking her. Oh yes, that's right. Where he says, "I'm hungry," and she says, "You're hungry," and just points to a hallway that apparently has a cafeteria, a gym, a rec room, and a table tennis. Okay, all in one. All in uh, one. I would sabotage my system so I could spend the rest of my life playing table tennis in prison while eating a burrito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't have that bad of a life. They're they're kind of worried about this apple, and really they should they, they should be worried about their forehand and their backhand on ping pong. <laughs> they went to prison. They could leave whenever they wanted to. That's me being French trying to be British. Oh yeah, I got that. That came across. Hey Sean, who who who, who had that best line in that movie? Uh, I think it was an interaction. I think when he first got into the cafeteria is when Musa sets down the apple on the table. Um, and then Nick's favorite character, Nathan, comes over. Nathan. And Nathan. You Nathan. suck, Nathan. Tries to Nathan. take it from him, and he, Nathan says, you're going to lead him right to it. And I think the great follow-up was like, no, I'm going to eat it. You're going to lead them right to it. No, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, that yeah. Was, I love that. I uh, like that line a lot. I was a big fan of that one. Yeah, that was, that was, that was nice little wry humor right there for you. And then after that, walks away. He just sees everyone staring at him. He shakes his head and says, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. I think that was me the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Let's let's do a new segment. Oh, no. Yeah. I just made this up right now. Great. It's called, what do you really think about this? So that's the question to me first. What did I really think about this? I'm going to say, I thought it was bad. <laughs> I thought this was a bad movie. Okay. Steven, what did you what did you really think about this movie? It was not good. It was no there was no way that you would pay me to watch this film. This, especially this when I saw the trailer. <laughs> okay, yeah, new segment. <laughs> no, no, I have I have it now. Okay. And now it's time for a new segment that I call Was This Fun? Mm. So I'm gonna go around and ask you, was watching this movie fun? Steven, was watching this movie fun for you? No. <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you the definition of fun really quick. <laughs> just need to make sure that this is true. Oh, okay. Enjoyment, amusement, or lighthearted pleasure. Now answer the question truthfully. No. Okay. Yep. That's <laughs> Sean, was this movie fun for you? No. And I am going to do a resounding third no. This movie was not fun. It's official. No, no, no. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> I know it seems like we say that about every segment, but this one, this is what gets people going. This is top five. Top five. And the top five today is video game movies. Yeah. So let's just think back a little bit. Let's do some out loud brainstorming. Does first of all, let's let's say, does this movie fit into the top five video game movies? Absolutely not. No way. I mean, the movie we did last week, which you should listen to, Tomb Raider, is a better movie than this one. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. So what what is your Let's just do our favorite video game movies. All right. We can take a second to think about this. Yeah, because that's good. Because <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I yeah, just... Yeah, take a, take a couple minutes. Unprepared. Yeah. So we're doing top five video game movies. Mm. Uh, and instead of a top five, we're doing top three, which is just our top one. Because there's not many good video <laughs> game yeah, movies out because there. Because it turns out that video games don't translate well to movies. Oh, go figure. And this is... and we, we Which we haven't mentioned it yet, but the reason we're doing this podcast is because Ready Player One is coming out. Yes. And... Uh, which is an amalgamation is, of all things virtual. Exactly. It's a Steven Spielberg joint. Yeah. And... Uh, Based off a book. 
based off a book which I read. Oh, did you? Through my ears. Good for you. It's called the audio book. Mm. And <laughs> I, uh, I don't think you can count that. I, I do count it. It's, okay. it. it's It means that I read it. And uh, good book, I will say. Uh, childish, yes, but also good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend it to the listeners out there. And if you put in the code Rio Rotten, you will get zero percent off. Yeah, zero percent off. <laughs> and now it's time for the top five. Top five. My favorite video game movie is a recent one that got um, warhammered. Mm. They oh, say oh, it got it got orked. I don't think that's right. Uh, it was Warcraft. Oh yeah, I I like that movie. Warcraft was not terrible. Okay. <laughs> As far as video game movies go, which they're all bad, uh, except for you know a couple that I hope that were you two are going to say because I didn't say it. Uh, Warcraft, not a bad movie. I would say watch it once. Didn't see it. You saw it? Yeah, I saw it. It is on. I think that's on yeah, HBO. It's as still well on right HBO. Now. It's been on HBO, and uh, I would say watch it before you watch Assassin's Creed. Oh, no, definitely. No, definitely. No, no, definitely. Watch. No, no. After. Watch Assassin's Creed. After. Listen to this podcast, and then watch Warcraft. There. If you like punishment, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, favorite video game movie? I'm gonna go with the Doom. Yes. I extremely like Doom. I just um, rewatched Doom. What's your number one? What's video game movie? Yes, that is my number one video game movie. Um, just because it's a fun movie. I I didn't play Doom. I didn't really know about it until after I watched it. Good. I've seen like little bits, but that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. but it, I, there's, it has nothing to do with the movie. Oh, I yeah. not at all. I didn't remember the. I didn't except play for the, the part where they do that first person garbage. Like, oh yeah, three yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. No, it, the game was so scary. It was. It was so scary. Definitely and scary. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie. Yeah, that movie had no. Yeah. had no fear to it whatsoever. But we get to see Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that was AKA early. The Rock that was turned early, into a mutant. That was an early D- Rock Dwayne. vehicle. Early, yeah. yeah. Early, yeah. early Carl Urban too. Yeah. There you go. Carl Urban. Yeah. God, what, what can a, he do? What a treasure of New Zealand. God, I love that guy. Steven, number one. Number one all-time favorite video game movie. That's what we're coming up with here. I guess so. Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> No, it has to be Street Fighter. Yep, that's what I was hoping you'd say. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Raul Julia in his final film role. Yes. God bless him. He he deserved an Oscar for more than more than just the Adams family. He deserved it for this film posthumously. This should have won the best supporting actor award posthumously before Heath Ledger's uh uh portrayal of the Joker, I might add. I agree with you. I love that movie. Mortal Kombat also fantastic oh, yeah. movie. It's on the board. Um and then name one other one. Should Resident we Evil. We, yeah. Resident Evil. I think Resident Evil is a good movie, actually. Yeah. I like Resident Evil. I feel like it doesn't get uh, enough credit, but the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. I thoroughly enjoy a, me some Bob Hoskins and some John Leguizamo. Kitsch. Kitschy. Kitschy. And Dennis Hopper as a, as a Koopa. How could you not go wrong with that? It's Dennis Hopper. He's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I need to watch that movie again. You really do. Like tonight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I gotta find the princess! And now it's time for the games portion of the evening. This is where we play games. That's why it's called the games. Oh, we're doing that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're doing that now. I thought we were doing that you know, the past two hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this We have two games lined up. Hmm. Game number one. Sure. It's called Make Another Man, Video Game movie, movie starring Michael Fassbender. And this is where we each come up with our own video game, pitch our movie plot, and it has to star Michael Fassbender. Not like he's the leading role or he's the bad guy or he just has to be in the movie. He has to have at least 90 minutes of screen time. Whoa. (laughs) I'll go ahead and say he has to want to produce and uh, actively be involved in the (laughs) post-production of this film. Be part of something from the ground up. Yeah, he wants to be part of this from the ground up. So this is his vehicle. Okay. Okay. So um, I'll start us off because uh, I was thinking about this on my drive over last okay. night while I was sleeping. Uh, I dreamed about this, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's great for great with friends, great with enemies. Okay. Am I being timed? Are we gonna do timers on this? No. Good. All right. Because the game is Mario Party. Mario Party. I the like game it. is Mario Party, and uh, Michael Fassbender, of course, plays. Mario. Mm. He's doing an Irish-Italian accent. 
He's, he's going to be Can Italian. you demonstrate what He's going to be Italian in this movie. Yeah, he's going to be like, get out of your hands off of my lucky charms. <laughs> and uh, in this movie, it the, the best part about this movie is that it's going to be raw and real. And uh, you know in like the mini games when you're like floating above lava? When you fall into lava, it burns. So this is it's going to be like a saw mixed with Mario Party sort of game. Sort of, sort oh, of like movie. a horror flick. No, no, no. It's funny. It's got a lot of fun. It's it's over it's 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 overall fun, but it's got some real serious elements. I didn't to realize it. Saw was fun. Yeah, and then uh, in playing Princess Peach, we got Jennifer Lawrence, of course, who who can't carry a movie on her own, but co-starring with Michael Fassbender, of course, she's gonna be fantastic as Peach. She's gonna she's gonna play it in like a uh, like a meta way, like oh I'm Peach, like you know, and then uh, starring as Luigi, we got another Irish rogue. We got Colin Farrell. Mm. Yes. Good so we got we got two Irishmen pretending to be Italian yep. <laughs> in this movie, and then uh, then we got Wario, who of course is Jack Black. Oh, perfect! Yeah, yes, and, and those are the four playing the game, and then uh, playing Bowser is going to be an Idris Elba voiceover. Wow! Yes, and uh, and it's going to take place over about an hour and forty one minutes. It's going to be a little long, but it's worth it. Let me tell you, lots of mini games, lots of stars. They get the stars. Multiple people will die, but there's and you're gonna have to tune in for the rest of it. Five characters. Can we get another uh, Fassbender line as Mario? Oh yeah, yeah, from the movie. Yeah, this is when this is the part of the movie when he uh, he he's about to get his first star and jump into first place, and uh, he's like, "Oh, that's my star!" (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic, (laughs) mates. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. That's the Irish part. Yeah, that's the Irish part. Okay, yeah, so that's my... And it's going to be called um, Mario Party. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it not originally titled Mario Party? No, it's Mario Party. another it's video Mario game pa- movie. Then it's Mario Party colon the... the movie. <laughs> okay, uh, Steven or Sean, whoever's ready. Whoever's ready. Um... You can take it. <laughs> I want What's it. the setting, Steven? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to time Steven just How so, often the, you play just so he knows for what you to be able to come up with. This. He needs to say the title of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we're ready. So we begin in a in a in a fantastical universe. Um, not not much is known uh, in this universe, but it's it's completely uh, computer generated. Cool. Uh, it's it's a bit of a simulation existence. We have one lone character. It's uh, it's 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 a lone creature. He stands alone, uh, on this open plain, and his job is to figure out the world and get to the, get to the, get to the center of it, get to the central conflict, because he doesn't know any other thing, because uh, he was just born this way, and there's no predictable future for him. Uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He just knows that this is his soul-driven purpose. The trick is that this creature is not computer generated. He's flesh and blood like me and you. Um, he's wearing a a very nice uh, mauve uh, felt pajama onesie. Um, it's our it's our boy Michael Fassbender. Oh, thank God! <laughs> he is an epic creature from the from the medieval uh, medieval dimension that he exists in. But uh, like I said, he's flesh and blood, so it's. This onesie is is nice, you know, nice felt covers and completes him. It's basically a magical body armor, but it looks just like normal cloth to me and you. Uh, it can gives him uh, the power of flight, gives him the power of fire breathing. Yes, people. It's a purple felt onesie. It's a dragon onesie. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Fassbender as Spyro the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. I, I kept thinking you were describing like Tron. No, when he said mauve, <laughs> I thought he was too. When he said mauve, that's why it really gave the game away. Yeah, like, I, I want you to give away mauve. the color. Yeah, you give it. You <laughs> yeah. give away the plot. The spiral was definitely so mauve colored. Very yeah. mauve. Uh, Sean, what is your movie? In the little prep time I had to director about forty-five seconds. In my yeah. de- in my defense, I told you about this before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but that's. How long were you sitting on this information? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm gonna. I thought go you were ahead. a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you were a fan of the show, huh? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take our starring actor Michael Fassbender, 
he's putting he's he's placed into this generated sort of land with no no physical buildings in sight unknown about anything and he's given a blank piece of paper all he's wearing is a green shirt he's got some blue jeans on oh i like where this is going and he 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 just knows he has this piece of paper he pulls it out and looks at it and all of a sudden a circle pops up on this piece of paper and he's got a little dot on it and he realizes as he turns in any sort of direction whether he's facing north south east west the indicator on the paper is also doing it figures out that's it's a map it has his gps location on it and he sees that the rest of this paper is blank so he starts just walking around and as he moves in one direction bits of this paper start opening up oh. and starts revealing part of the map wow we find out his character's name is steve and all he's given is this piece of paper he's got nothing else so he has to start beating up the ground beating up trees with his bare hands in order to start gaining materials we're, we're talking Minecraft, people. <laughs> Steve in Minecraft, he has to... Oh, I really thought you were going to Blue's Clues direction. <laughs> Live Is that action? a video game? Live action or animated? Uh, no, this is full 8-bit. But as close as we can get to Michael Fassbender as we can. Okay, so it's live action 8-bit. Yeah, live cool. action 8-bit. Fantastic. Uh costume work by the by the crew yeah what 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 ends up being like the plot <laughs> you know this ends up being um multiple you can get a three movie deal out of this um uh, yeah, for this uh, first this one sounds, though it sounds like a franchise yeah yeah for, first movie coming out he's got to face the ender dragon he has to he has to gain his way to the ender um realm is basically like a parallel universe kind of shouldn't the ender dragon be the end of the series no because it's actually the first big monster revealed in the minecraft series oh i really thought the beginner dragon was all right we we got way involved in assassin's creed let's not get involved with another shit franchise known as minecraft please for the love of god okay yeah i i like it what's it called minecraft excellent fast bender craft fast yeah the fast bender journey uh now we all choose the movie that we would see you cannot vote for your own sure I'm going to watch uh, Spyro. I'm definitely watching Spyro. Wow, <laughs> first winning winning one for me. Uh, Steven, uh, who are you voting for? I'm voting for Nick. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but none of us play Minecraft, so that's probably that. No, why spend unlimited hours We're, we're not Minecraft. Here. Look, well, we're not here to market a, that demographic. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. yeah. And the last game that we're going to play, in honor of Ready Player One, which is coming out, I'm, uh, I'm mixing Ready Player One mixed with Assassin's Creed. So it's Ready Player Assassin's Creed. And uh, in this, I'm going to name two 80s icons. Mm. And you have to tell me which one would be a better assassin. Okay. After I name the second one, you chime in with the one that you think would be the better assassin. Okay. Whoever says the name first gets to argue that person is the best. And it's 30 seconds. I hope I know these people. You will. You get 30 seconds to explain why they're the best, and you get a 10-second rebuttal to explain why the other person is the worst. Sure. Okay. So first, we're starting off with the cool kids. So we got Ferris Bueller and Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Dang it. That means Sean gets Ferris Bueller. Okay, so Steven, since you spoke first, you have 30 seconds. Kyle, is the timer ready? Ready. To explain why Ferris Bueller, Marty McFly, to explain why Marty McFly is the better assassin. And better assassin or better cool guy? Better assassin. Okay. These are all assassins. Oh, okay. This is the cool guy category. This is easiest. Uh, Marty McFly. Um, he, you know, he wasn't. He didn't start out as a cool guy. Not many people know him in, in school as it is. Uh, uh, at the start of uh, his his adventure, um, so he could start out as a, as an assassin then and and be a legend. But also could be even a better assassin in the post. Uh, post age uh knowing doc brown because he has a time machine all he could do is go back to the millisecond before you don't even know marty mcfly exists and you're dead plain and simple okay he would use time travel to assassinate people is what i got out of that yeah why would ferris bueller be a better assassin sean go uh i want to say bueller is going to be um the better assassin because we already know he is in the shadows uh bueller bueller Bueller, fantastic plus. mastermind on uh, getting in and out of places. He 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 knows how to work around his people and hide in plain sight, live in the shadows. So Bueller Bueller's got my vote. Like Bueller's it. a shadow man. I like it, shadow man. Uh, Steven, ten seconds on why Marty McFly, I mean why Ferris Bueller is the worst assassin. Go. 
He's too well known. Uh, people recognize his face. He's too much of a nice guy. He doesn't look like a killer. That baby face uh, will compromise him in the end. Sean, 10 seconds why Marty McFly is a worse assassin than Ferris Bueller. Go. Um, he's an assistant. Um, Doc Brown does all the grunt work. So, I mean, Marty McFly is just hopping around, legging off of other people's work. You're Not wrong. really an assassin. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean came in hot. Steven, you started off like really bad. <laughs> I've got to say it. You started off really bad. But then at the end of your 30 second argument, you really, came, you really brought together using time travel as like an assassination technique. Yeah. Which I thought was great. Oh, great! Until Sean spoke, and then Sean did <laughs> did just did better. He just was. <laughs> he, just did he, he what mentioning the shadows four or five times? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He did Compelling. the whole. He did the whole, really? Bue- he did the whole Bueller segment, which was just fantastic comedy, especially over a podcast. All right. Uh, so I'm going to give the first round to Sean. Oh, great! Yes, thanks. <laughs> Second round, we got heroes. Oh, nice. Uh, in this one, the two '80s icons are Indiana Jones and. John McClane of Die Hard. John, John McClane. Kyle, who said it first? <laughs> okay, Steven, you get John McClane. Sean, you get Indiana Jones. Okay, uh, Sean, you're going to start this round. 30 seconds starting now. Go. Indiana Jones. Um, I would say I'm going to pick him. He's also a pretty smart guy. He knows how to get um, his job done. He's done plenty of journeys and missions to take care of. He's got his people behind him working through him. He's got Sean Connery as his dad. I mean, fantastic. He's got his tools of the trade as every assassin should. He's got his whip, pistol, knows how to not handle people in a gunfight. And I mean that by using a gun and it's a knife fight. So, yeah, Indiana Jones. Okay. He, he has the tools to be an assassin. That's, that's what I got out of that. <laughs> uh, Steven, why is John McClane a better assassin than or Listen, John McClane is one of the greatest Americans of all time. A renowned New York City Police Department officer and detective. He not only knows how to improvise, he knows how to go in there, guns blazing, assassin style. He can go in any situation and dominate the paint. He is a monster known only as a one-man wrecking crew. He can take down the Germans. He can take down the domestic terrorists. He can take down anybody. He would take down Osama if he needed to. Okay, and uh, fight is called on account of TKO, <laughs> and uh, we're going to give that round to Steven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wanted to do the rebuttal so bad. Uh, I know, but we're running out of time, sure, and great, great. there's no coming back from that. Okay, great. <laughs> and the last one. It didn't help either that we both won at McLean. Yeah, the last one, we got aliens. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, the two aliens we have are Yoda and E.T. Yoda. <laughs> it's gotta be Yoda. I cannot wait for and, uh, <laughs> and Sean, you you said it first, so we're gonna make you go first this time. Uh, yeah, Yoda's gonna take it. He's got a lightsaber. He's quick, as we saw in the third movie. Um, and also he has the Force behind him. One of the greatest Jedi masters of all time. Um, nothing's really gonna knock this guy to the ground. He's so low centered, anyways. He's going to kill anybody in his path. No matter how peaceful he seems to be, this guy's a monster. He's going to wreck you. Um, little green guy has a hood already. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to stay behind pretty much anything. He's small enough. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. I like it. Sneaky, resourceful, very sneaky. Uh, talks in j- word jumbles, of course, is always a great great fact about Yoda. And, uh, and E.T. <laughs> Steven, you have 30 seconds to to explain why E.T. is the better assassin. Starting now. First off, the fact that you mentioned the flesh tone as being a superior quality of Yoda. You, sir, are racist on an (laughs) intergalactic level. Um, But uh, E.T. is low center of gravity. He's got the lowest center of gravity with all his sloven skin (laughs) hanging on the floor at all times. E.T. has telekinesis availability. He has the ability... To, to manipulate your mind from a far distance. He loves Reese's Pieces. <laughs> so you could lure him and pay him in Reese's Pieces, which is the cheapest economy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Time. Okay. Now that we know that. Spent 10 seconds on your first comment. <laughs> it needed to be said. It and, needed uh, to be said. It's 2018. Yeah. And Sean, you have 10 seconds to explain why E.T. is not a better assassin than Yoda. Go, 
I mean, I'm just going to go with you're, you're naming off skills that E.T. has, uh, which sound really familiar to the ones that I've mentioned that Yoda has. Telekinesis sounds like the Force. Uh, altering people's minds also sounds like the Force. Time. Steven, 10 seconds. <laughs> he has telekinetic ab- uh, abilities. Are you kidding me? Yoda's 500 years old. E.T. is who knows however years old. He's the man. You can't mess with him. You can't stop him. Bad boy for life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, that was... Do another round. Kyle. No. <laughs> Kyle is undecided. No. Uh, I am also undecided. Great. This is, this is, a, tough, this is a tough round. We're going to have to make a decision. I, uh, I'm going to ask all two of my producers besides myself. So my vote, my vote is going to go towards, I got to take, I'm going based strictly on the argument. And, uh, Sean, Sean made a, a better argument that, uh, Yoda is actually, you know, capable of murdering people. Um, I did, I did like the whole Reese's pieces. You can pay him in Reese's pieces, which makes it better for the person hiring an assassin. But I, I want to get the, uh, Alex who doesn't have a mic. So you just speak to me and I will, Speak it. All right, who is your yeah, vote? You didn't have to, you know, take off all okay, the equipment. Yeah. Alex, who's your just, vote? Just move the mic with all the noise and yeah. the distraction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really like Reese's, so I'm going to go with E.T. Oh! Okay, E.T. gets and, one vote. And, and, and uh, not just that. I think you would never expect it coming from E.T. So that, to me, is like a yeah, you very would do good the, element you would do the of finger assassin. touch and then Confidence factor. Yeah. Confidence factor. Not to expect it to come from... Your way. Yoda, like Sean said, we saw it in the Clone Wars. So you could, you know, get down. Well, are you changing your answer? Okay. No, we're going with ET. <laughs> All right. Okay. And now it's down to the Kai Breaker. Notice how I said Kai Breaker. The Kai Breaker. Yeah. Break my Kai Force. That was on accident, and I nailed it. Delta Kai Force. Kyle, who is your vote to, uh, to finish off the round and give the ultimate win? I'll give a much shorter answer. Yes, please. I'm going Thank with Yoda. You. Wow, there you have it, Thank folks. Thank you, Kyle. And Sean is our official winner of Ready Player Assassin's Creed. You know? Which is everybody's favorite game on the podcast. Sean, we like to finish off the show with our own original blurbs, where we uh, we come up with our own two-sentence review of the movie Assassin's Creed. Did you do that? Yeah. Uh, Thank I'll God. say I did that. Okay. Um, after just knowing that. But yeah, I could put this blurb no, in the I two told sentences. You. I, I told you. Qu- quiet over there, fact check. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't heard if Bill Collage is actually Bill Collage or Bill College, okay? So, uh, A-plus segment, once again. <laughs> I'll start. Assassin's Creed. That's it? That's just the insult you need just by saying Assassin's Creed? <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Here's my blurb. Is that Assa- too- <laughs> Assassin's Creed make, made my eyes bleed. There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like, I like the rhyming thing. I'm going to do Assassin's Creed. I'm hungry. Let's feed. <laughs> Damn, this I'm getting a webby for this one. Webby. Sean. Sean it. Gold Are you ready? Jerry. I'm gonna say uh high potential, don't do it again. Short, concise. High just potential, hi- low execution. That's how we like it. Sean, thank you for coming on. Of course. Uh, yeah. we really appreciate your expertise in something that we Never want to explore ever again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope Steven, I don't have to add it. Yeah, Stevie, always a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, this has been Real Rotten, as we always say on Real Rotten, is uh, keep it real. Oh, <laughs> keep it rotten. <laughs> some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes are rotten. You are to film, but you can't even... But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back Cause that was real rotten Real fucking rotten